0: This podcast is called Obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest Get some secrets off their chest, you should listen, it's the best
1: Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw I'm sitting in my home with an actor, comedian, improviser, Jenny Flack Hi! Hi! That was probably louder than it needed to be <laughs> That's fine, I really like that I I'm like so it.
0: excited to talk to you guys
1: <laughs> Nice, loud declarative, Hi! Leaves no ambiguity of what's being said.
0: I have been told that I'm a little louder on the microphone than other people, so I'll try and keep it um, normal.
1: <laughs> normal is just fine. Normal is great. <laughs> or loud is great. Or soft is great. I can run some of them filters and everything oh, nice. will be fine. Uh, so can you tell people listening a little bit about like who you are and what you do? I know you from mutual comedy friends and mutual pop culture fanatic type friends. Yes,
0: um i am a uh, an improviser and a comedian so i haven't <laughs> i haven't done stand-up in a little while
1: um <laughs> you had a child right
0: i had a child i have a two-year-old yeah and it's a late night game
1: yeah for and sure so i don't I have a child and i don't like going out late to do the stand-up yeah
0: so i haven't done a lot of shows there yet uh in a while but um and i write for geek girl authority i'm one of the Co-founders of that website, and I've been on that. Their podcasting bits, yeah, and phasers, (laughs) and um, yeah,
1: yeah, nice, nice. Didn't you just recently write a Game of Thrones article that had like real predictions and a fake prediction? Yes, everything is going to be about (laughs) Drogon and Ghosts.
0: it was real predictions and then really just a wish.
1: And I- <laughs> <laughs> your wish for people who don't watch Game of Thrones. the And I don't know exactly when this episode is coming out, so we'll already know the answer. But this episode coming up is the ghost and the dragon. Or yes. the, the dragon, and the, the dragon and the wolf. The dragon and the wolf. The dragon and the wolf. And you're like, I want that direwolf and that dragon to become friends.
0: I want Drogon and Ghost to frolic <laughs> like in those internet videos where they're like, unlikely friends. It's a, like a deer and a gorilla and they're buddies. That's that what I want. That would be
1: great if the whole story of Game of Thrones was the humans don't matter
0: Yep, Song of Ice and Fire is really about Drogon (laughs) and Ghost it's just
1: about dogs and dragons being (laughs) friends dog and dragon friends the next series by George R.R. Martin
0: so if anybody wants to make that fan film
1: oh yeah I think people do, and they should.
0: Yeah, if we get some animators on that, that would be cool.
1: (laughs) We'll start the Kickstarter right (laughs) now. Uh, But your obsession is one that I can't believe that I have not covered yet, and that is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters!
0: Yeah!
1: So I want to ask right away, What is when you say, I am obsessed with Ghostbusters, is it all of it? Is it the original movie? Is it the reboot? Is it the cartoon only?
0: Hmm. Um, I, it, it's the original movie. I am, it's my favorite movie of all time. I think it gets better every time you watch it. Oh, really? I really, like, I find new things every time I've seen okay. it. I don't know how many times I've seen it. So, th- my true obsession is with the original movie. Um... I am open and happy to watch any version <laughs> of Ghostbusters ever.
1: Okay, so you like that first movie so much that you are happy to sit in that world, regardless yeah. of what the other film is. Really. I don't.
0: Ha- I don't have like. I don't love Ghostbusters too, but I will watch it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I will. I will like sit down and watch it till it's done. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, yeah. And I the- watched the cartoon. I watched the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, and Ghostbusters. So, now, what
1: is the difference between real Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters? Well, if
0: I remember correctly, the real Ghostbusters had a blonde Egon. Okay. That was my biggest
1: <laughs> determination. I so, was like, already not one, accurate, right? In
0: that one, the Egon is blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't remember much of a difference. I think that was a better show. And I think it lasted longer.
1: Yeah, I mean that one's on Netflix and like I've gotten up some Saturday mornings and just I'm going to watch a random episode of some cartoon. Yeah. On Netflix, and I've watched that, and it's was surprisingly good. It was pretty fun. Yeah, pretty fun, uh, and very much like the movie with uh, lots of uh, people uh, chasing women. Which is <laughs> just, just <Yeah. laughs> I'm not sure how that's aged as you a know, cartoon. Yeah. That was a little bit of a wake up call. <laughs> there are some
0: there are some behaviors that don't necessarily <laughs> translate well. Yeah. To a two thousand and seventeen mentality. Yes. But,
1: uh, but okay. speaking of more modern times, did you like the reboot?
0: I thought it was fine. Okay. I I didn't – I thought there were some funny parts in it. Yeah. You know, I I thought – my biggest issue with it was, like, no one was the straight man. Okay. That was my biggest issue is, like, everybody was trying to be a Venkman. Okay. You know what I mean? And
1: (laughs) and, You're all Venkmans.
0: (laughs) And that was – I mean, but – I like I don't I had a real issue with everybody being like you ruined my childhood. Yeah. It was kind of like fuck you, like that's so stupid. It's just a movie. The, the original still re- exists. It's yeah. not like we're actually replacing Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know what I mean. So who cares? You don't have to like it. Yeah, it's you know almost I mean? like
1: that anger wasn't about the actual film itself. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna play uh, therapist there for a moment so and psychoanalyze.
0: I was like, it's not a great movie. You know, it's not. I had fun. I thought uh, Chris Helmsworth's character was really funny. I really loved watching him be stupid. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) Uh, I thought there were some funny bits in it. There was far too much dancing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Now, have you watched (laughs) it on the DVD where the... There's
0: more dancing? Yes. Well, the dancing is put
1: back into the movie where it was clearly supposed to go.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, no. I haven't seen... They reordered the dancing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because the movie was getting too long, so they put the... There's the... In the way it was shown in in the theater... There's the implication that, you know, they're going to dance. They're going to make all of the, uh, you know, police and fire people dance. Right. But then we kind of cut to after they have danced.
0: Right. And oh, right. on the,
1: the Blu-ray version, you they dance when they're supposed to dance. Is it better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. But that's the world we're living in. We're like, oh, there's man. no, like, one version of a movie, right? It's all just yeah. 800 different versions for the Blu-ray.
0: Yeah. No, I haven't seen that version. Maybe I'll check that out.
1: Yeah. I like the dancing a lot, and I want to sell you on the dancing. See? That's my one goal hey, on man. this podcast. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, so let's go back to the beginning. So when did you first get hooked on it? When did you first see it?
0: Okay, so you know, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember the first time I saw it. It's one of those things where I've, I feel like it's always been with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has walked through life with I you. I feel
0: like it's always been there. I don't remember the first time I saw it. I do remember... As a kid, because it came out in 1985,
1: I think four, four. yeah.
0: Um, right. So uh, I was a young child. Okay,
1: (laughs) we didn't speak of ages. (laughs) We are recording in Hollywood. We don't want to be struck by lightning.
0: But I do. I remember. um, I remember because it was that one of those those ad campaigns that didn't have any words on it it was just the the, the logo oh yeah the, the ghost being busted right with the yeah the on, it's the, like a
1: pre-meme like that's all the information you need to know right the like ghost being busted I remember
0: I remember having a conversation with my mom and going like what is that and she's like I don't know you know what <laughs> I mean it's just there's a, this billboard and nobody's gonna tell us what it means yeah I remember having that conversation and being a really big deal and being very intrigued by that. Like, what's happening to that ghost? Why don't? Why can't we look at him?
1: Okay. Why is that ghost being node? Yeah. Why is it being shushed? Yeah. So, did you go see it in the theater then? I think so. Okay. So then, when did your when did the dime drop of like I really like this? Did you start watching it on VHS on yes. Laserdisc?
0: Oh, VHS all the way.
1: Okay, VHS.
0: Yeah. Um, often.
1: Was it something that you brought into your home, or did your family procure it, and then it was just there?
0: I'm going to be the most boring guest you've ever had. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Like I said, I was. I just feel like it's. it was always there. It was
1: just always there. Okay, so it was just sort of playing in the background. Would you put it on on purpose, or would it just kind of always be? Oh, no, we would sit down be... and watch it. Okay, as yeah. a family?
0: Uh, sometimes, but I, I specifically remember uh, watching it. By myself. Okay. And with my brother.
1: Okay. Is that your only sibling? Yeah. He's okay. He's
0: like a year and a half younger than I am.
1: And was he just as into it as you were? I don't think so. Okay. Why, why do you think that? Because you were the instigator of watching the Ghostbusters? He
0: doesn't like things that are good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you have a conflict with him about it? Because he no, wasn't no, into no. Ghostbusters enough?
0: No, no, I don't think so. I mean, we were basically the same age. So I don't know. We didn't really talk about, you know. We didn't talk about things. You know, your kids, you just just, like sit down and watch it. You sit down and watch Ernest Goes to Camp, and then you go home, go play outside. I understand you that's sit how. Sit down and watch Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean. Yeah, I understand that. That's how other humans are, but that's not the way my brother and I were. No, or are no, no. Everything is to be discussed and you analyzed. Discuss all things. Yes. <laughs> yes. We came up with narratives for our Star Wars action figures before they could fight. Like that was, oh, that's you so know. Fun. And if we were going to watch something, we would discuss. You know, why are we going to watch this? Or you oh, know, wow. choosing why we're going to watch something. You know,
0: Yeah. No, so we were we
1: very that. aware of that kind of stuff. But that makes sense. I think a lot of, I'm the abnormal one. I think a lot of people are just like, oh, I like this. I, as a child, I don't need to analyze why. Yeah. So did you did it stay with you then as you started to get older and getting, like, I think once you're into a, being a teen, like, it matters what you like, right? Yeah. Because you're presenting then, yourself to I the world. I
0: think I, like, rediscovered it when I was about, like, 19. Okay. And it was on video, and I was like, oh, Yeah. Like I love this movie so much, <laughs> and then I watched it and I watched it. I remember over a weekend I watched it like five times. Really, when I was in college, um, because I like found the tape and I was like, and then I just it sort of binged on it before that was a thing, guess. and just like watched it over and over again.
1: No, um, you had to be asking yourself at that point, why am I rewatching the same film five <laughs> times maybe. in a weekend?
0: I don't, I don't know. I just, uh. It's one of those I just I feel like it's so well written and it's so funny and yeah it's uh, like you find new things. yeah
1: like what's something new you found in in a review?
0: Well like uh, okay, so they um, let's see the one of the first things I found where I was like I never noticed that before was with they have to walk up the stairs because the elevators are broken because like her uh, Dana's building is all yeah torn all to shreds, demoned out right um, so they have to walk up whatever 22 flights of stairs or whatever. And uh, they get to the top and they're all exhausted. And Egan goes, Art Deco, very nice.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious.
0: I've never heard that before. Stuff like that. Yeah. There's a moment when, when um, Sigourney Weaver is doing that thing where she's like baring her teeth and like breathing really fast back and forth and going, yeah. like, <laughs> the thing she does, You can see her, she almost breaks. She oh, really? Almost, there's this moment where she almost starts to giggle, and it's amazing. I've watched that probably 20 times, just like now you, rewind, You're making a rewind, again, rewind gesture. Rewind, okay, to,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Stuff uh.
0: like that. I don't know. I love that movie. So now that,
1: you've <laughs> se- <laughs> so now that you've seen it hundreds, perhaps thousands of times, when you sit down to watch it again, are you on the hunt for a new thing?
0: Yeah, I'm always trying to find new stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sometimes you're never I disappointed. don't. Sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't know.
1: Okay, and and, and you know, then are you, do you feel betrayed by your favorite movie when you can't find a I, new movie? I beat? actually
0: feel more disappointed in
1: myself. <laughs> you know it's there. You I just didn't like see it. I it's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> uh, so when you rediscovered in college that you liked it, you watched it a bunch that weekend, did you get at all analytical with yourself about why? Or was it just as simple as, this is so funny and it feels comfortable and familiar?
0: Yeah, I think it was just like, oh yeah, I love this. I'm going to watch it again. Oh my God, this is so funny. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I, I I think that was the the that was the time that I really was like, I think this is like my favorite movie ever. Like now I I watch it again.
1: I know how to answer that question at a party now. Yeah. Ghostbusters is my favorite movie. Yeah. All right. So when people say like, oh, what is your favorite movie? And you're like, Ghostbusters. Do you have like a favorite scene or a favorite quote that's your like go to if you're talking about this movie?
0: All the time.
1: (laughs) What are your what are your favorites? Here's
0: my favorite quote. This is the quote I use the most. And <laughs> my husband can attest to this. Uh when they're they're sitting out in the firehouse eating Chinese food. Yeah. And bankman says he's going to need the petty cash to take Dana Barrett on a date. <laughs> and Ray goes, "This my friends represents the last of the petty cash or this like this magnificent feast represents the last <laughs> of the petty cash." I say that all the time. This represents the last of the petty cash. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> like I, I, that's the quote I use the most. So you use yes, have some.
1: Uh, what is that one? Yes, have some. It, what I don't remember that quote. Joseph,
0: did you watch the movie before we had this conversation? I did not. You I admit, motherfucker.
1: I, <laughs> I was gonna try to watch Ghostbusters too because I don't think I've seen it since I saw it in the theater. Uh, so I yeah, you're um, gonna have to help me.
0: So uh, Rick Moranis is the keymaster. And he Egon takes him in. Yeah. Like the police bring him to the Ghostbusters because they're like, this guy is totally wigged out. Yeah. Egon takes him in, and like, like they put the colander on his head, and he's like, you know, like <laughs> like doing. He's just like handing. Egon's having conversation with uh, Annie Potts' character about like what they're gonna do, and and Rick Moran just keeps handing him stuff, uh-huh. right? And um, uh, what does she say? They offer him something. I forget what she offers him. Like food. Yeah, or a drink, I think. Okay. And uh, he sort of Egon says yes, have some, and and in, in an affirmative response, <laughs> Rick Moranis says yes, have some.
1: <laughs> so how do you? I understand the the this is the last of the petty cash. You use uh-huh. that to cope with the the financial realities of our times. or yep. uh-huh. So your favorite movie is helping you you cope. Yes. Uh, how how do you deploy? Yes, have some.
0: Uh um when. It's the, well, I don't know. When like, you want to have are some? Are you hungry?
1: <laughs> like, yes, yes, have, have some. some. <laughs> do you want another drink? Yes, yes have some. Have some. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So it has wormed its way into oh. your, your day-to-day life, yep. your day-to-day thought process.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, but do you reflect on why now that you're an adult? You it, keep
0: asking me that question. I know
1: because that's kind of <gasps> what I do. Uh, so um, I,
0: I don't know why. I actually really haven't. Ask myself the question yeah, why so but, i'm trying to answer that now i don't know
1: okay well let's answer it together let me throw some things out there is it so obviously it is just a funny movie you yes. watched it your whole life so there that that is a simple true answer that it is a funny movie that has that gives you comfort yes but um, beyond that
0: uh, well okay so i'm i'm a big fan of genre yeah so it is several genres in one it yeah. is, it is a, a comedy it is a supernatural so, you know it has some horror elements in yeah. it it has some sci-fi elements in it it's got like uh, action I mean it's a really it's a densely packed yeah. genre film would you, so you that, consider
1: it also a rom-com for sure yeah
0: yep um, so that part appeals to me
1: yeah this sort of one-stop shopping of like what am I in the mood for yeah. Ghostbusters <laughs> yep All yes thanks. have some Let's have some Ghostbusters. It works, man. (laughs) You're gonna start using it. Absolutely.
0: Um, So there's that. Um, I think. I don't know. I like. I look to it as sort of a source of my sense of humor too. I feel like I learned a lot about what I thought was funny just watching Bill Murray do shit in that movie. Yeah. Like. um, I
1: think that's a really important and true thing, and I think I, I certainly do that with certain movies, like. I feel like I have a sense of, of comedy and a sense of uh, maybe even, like, artistic expression. Yeah. And if I watch one of the creators that I like, one of the movies that I like, I feel like it can sometimes center me when I get, like, really confused about, like, I'm working on something, so I'm stressed about the deadline. I'm stressed about what everybody else expects of it. And then just watching something that sort of syncs up with your perspective and your original love of creating. Yep. So do you feel like Ghostbusters yes. does that?
0: Absolutely. And I think, like, I respond to... Uh, you know I I respond to Peter Beckman in a certain way and <laughs> okay. I respond to Egon in a certain way and I respond like I feel like they all sort of like you know like Egon's super dry and yeah and straight and you know um, Peter Venkman is like a, a goofball and Ray is sort of just like haphazard and like there's this great shot where Dana Barrett walks in for the first time, and Ray just like follows her with his eyes, with a cigarette like dangling, <laughs> just like the cigarette is like almost not on his face at all. Yeah, there's just so much that I go like, that's funny, and that's funny, and that's I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Was it archetypes of just them as humans, or did those archetypes of uh, different versions of masculinity? Did that affect you? Like when you were dating, were you like, "That guy's a Ray, this guy's a Venkman.
0: Not actively, <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think my my best combination would be a, would be a, a, a venkman spangler Spengler mix. <laughs>
1: oh, that sounds so gross, but yeah, <laughs> I like a little Vinkman Spengler. <laughs> uh, but that makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, a it,
0: little Spengler.
1: <laughs> oh, is your husband a Spengler? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever make any different sort of life choices? Like, especially you're, you're in college, you're watching it a lot. You've mm-hmm. rediscovered it. Are there ever any moments where you're like, this is like a Ghostbusters thing? Like, uh, in terms of uh, uh, just relating a real-life situation to a situation in the movie.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes. Okay. So, that there is one moment that I go to that... <laughs> this is another... Quote I make that like nobody ever recognizes because it's not a specific thing at all, <laughs> but um, they're outside of the library and they've been kicked out of their um, collegiate jobs, yeah. their their academia professorships, and um, they're like drinking. They're like sharing a fifth of whiskey on the. Peter and and Ray are sharing a fifth of whiskey, and they're like. W- refinanced Ray's family home to get yeah. money and Ray's going like, how are we going to do this? And he, <laughs> Bill Murray just goes, I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> but there's like this fire in his eyes. You know,
0: I think about that a lot. Like, I don't know how this is going to work out. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Yeah, so It's going to happen. You know, this is great because almost all the quotes that you're going to are like some, they, they're comfort. They're like, other people have been frustrated or confused. Yeah. My heroes, the Ghostbusters, were frustrated, confused right? in all these moments. And when I'm frustrated, confused, or want more, yeah, <laughs> I can go back to my Ghostbusters friend. I do.
0: I do. I think about that story a lot.
1: Yeah. If you could, uh, speaking of drinking, if you could have a drink with any of the characters, who would you want to like sit down and, and go have a drink with?
0: That's an interesting question. Because immediately you go to Peter Venkman, but I don't want to sit and get like leered at and hit on all night. Yeah. So probably not him. Okay. Uh, probably Egon. But it wouldn't be much of a conversation.
1: No, why is that? Because he's just he's kind of in much, his own head. He's Not really a talker. Yeah. So how would you try to draw him out if you're having a drink with Egon?
0: I don't know. He collects spores, moles, and fungus, so maybe we talk about that.
1: <laughs> just you go to a really dive bar <laughs> that has things growing on the you're wall. Like, can you
0: identify? <laughs> Let's get a flashlight.
1: Yeah. So, I, obviously, it's a g- comedy and it's got, you know, horror elements and all this, but I think it does have, like, an appreciation of intelligence because the the sort of through line is, they're right. It's a and really... And it's all science-based. Yes. It's, you know, bullshit, funny science. Yeah. But it's science. It's, to- it's true in their world. It's total pseudoscience, but yes. Yeah. But, it, but you know, yeah, Egan is right. Yeah. So, did that make you appreciate intelligence? Is that a... a, a positive thing about the movie for you
0: yeah i think so i mean i think and i also think like it's that it's that thing where where uh nobody believes these guys yeah. until they have to i don't know i feel like that is a reoccurring theme in just life like yeah you know um and uh yeah i i don't know i just i i think too i think the thing that i go back to more and more is just like how smart it is in the writing, yeah, and in the, and in the way they react to each other, and the, the, the friendships that they have, yeah, and, and um, it's so it's such a quick, like there are so many just like
1: right, never leaves you waiting for the next. Funny or interesting. Yeah, thing. no,
0: and they're able to this is what I love about the show VEEP too, is like it's densely packed with yeah. funny stuff that they can just like throw away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's well delivered, but if you like you have to listen yeah hard to really hear all of the like nuance that's going on yeah you know what i mean i feel that way about yeah. ghostbusters
1: do you feel like obviously ghostbusters is well written but like from all the like the behind the scenes things i've read like there is obviously some amount of improvisation yeah and obviously the, everybody always gives a quote about like wow when we were making it we, we just all suddenly felt like wow we're on this is going to be special we're on to something yeah so how much of it do you feel like is the actual like Script and how much of it is some sort of like lightning in a bottle or you know, g- ghost in a tank? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, ghost in a trap, ghost, ghost in a, a trap, ghost yeah, in a, uh, like containment box, oh, what's it called?
1: Unit thing, containment yeah. unit.
0: I think that is what it's called. Um, uh, I, I don't know, I haven't seen, I've seen like little bits of the actual script, yeah. Um, I I have heard that, you know, Bill Murray in particular made a bunch of stuff up. Yeah. Which I I mean, I'm an improviser, like that's all I care about, like yeah. <laughs> like please yes. <laughs> please yes, and yeah. let's do some other stuff, you know, like but um I don't know exactly how much but you can feel, I mean, you can feel in it, I think the spontaneity that yeah. exists between everybody, you know. I know there's a there's um there's a part where uh, Bill Murray jumps over like they have a client and he realizes that it's a pretty girl and yeah. they, like he kinda like pokes his head out of his <laughs> little office like a little groundhog and then he jumps the the gate to the oh, office yeah. and he clips his toe and almost like I've heard that story where he almost bit it. Like yeah. he almost fully went face first <laughs> on the ground and it worked out perfectly. You know, like right. it's sort of feels like a movie of, of those things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, any mistake you make turns out to be a gift, and it just, like, works out. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, the best improv scenes go that way. Yeah. You know? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and in, in lines like that, I don't know, I don't know. Like, that's... You can write that knowing, oh, well, Bill Murray's going to say it, so he'll make it funny. But then it's that in-the-moment delivery yep. that makes it have, like, its power mm-hmm. on all that. Uh, So, Crossing the Streams is a big deal. Crossing the Streams. From the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you think about that? Did you think about times in your life like, I don't think, cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. Well, I, I mean, everybody says. Everybody ultimately says don't though, cross the streams. But
0: ultimately, though, you have to cross the streams.
1: Exactly. I feel like that is in some ways like the message of the movie of like sometimes you have to do the thing you're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. which is kind of a dangerous message. Right. But. Sometimes you got to blow it all up.
0: And <laughs> boy, same. have I in my life a few times.
1: Have you thought of it though? Like I'm gonna do the one thing I'm not supposed to, and that's the path forward. Just like my heroes, the Ghostbusters.
0: Uh, I haven't. I don't. I don't know that I've made the correlation before, but okay. I've definitely done that.
1: <laughs> you've crossed the streams.
0: I have crossed the streams. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, yeah, you've crossed the streams. We've all had mistakes or things in our life, or or times where we're just like, "Well, I'm done with this. I'm going to blow this all up." Mm-hmm. But were you cognizant of? I am doing this. I'm I'm making the choice to blow this all up.
0: Have I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs>
1: you had a look in your eyes, like yes, I will blow shit up. Yes, <laughs> don't press me. I
0: feel like people know that about me too. Yeah, that you're that, that you will
1: cross the streams. That
0: I will cross the streams. <laughs> uh, if I feel like it's justified, I have this like streak in me that's like, uh, if I really believe something to be true, I can't. I'm not often moved off of it, and okay. I get myself in trouble. But I have a loud mouth, and I will say things to people that are sometimes not. As polite as they should. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have I have definitely knowingly gone into a situation yeah. <laughs> knowing that I probably shouldn't do this.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hadn't really been thinking about it. Uh but like the, the, the one rule being don't cross the streams, but then in order to make everything work, cross the streams. That's kind of every Hollywood success story I've ever heard. Because yeah. you ask anybody Like, well, what was your break? I'm like, well, you should never do this, but I sent a box of bullshit to a famous person and they hired me or I, you know, said something you were not supposed to say in an audition. I showed up
0: on set and they just gave me a part.
1: I just dressed up like a psycho and stalked this person. (laughs) Don't do it. But everybody's example is always like the one time it worked, but don't you ever do it. Yep. Which is kind of fascinating. I think it says a lot about human psychology and about just systems of organization. Yep.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. And there's no, like, you know, everyone in LA knows there's no ladder, and there's no way to tell like, yeah. what the right move is, and there's no, like, real litmus test for yeah. the next thing that you should do based on the thing that the last person did. It's just, like, it's all total yeah. chaos.
1: It's just a bunch of weirdos crossing the streams. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Later today, I'm going to figure out how I can cross some streams in my life.
0: I know. Blow some I'm, shit I'm up. I'm having some serious conversations with myself in my head right now. So i like, yeah. Should I
1: cross that stream? I'm playing
0: by too many fucking rules.
1: Uh, do you have an opinion about what should be next for the Ghostbusters franchise? So, like, you like this new movie, but it sounds like it didn't capture that same uh, uh, ghost in a containment unit magic that yeah. the first one did.
0: Yeah, I... At least for you. I really like the idea. There was some talk about doing a like a passing of the torch kind of yeah. movie from the original Ghostbusters to new ones. Yeah. I would love that to happen. Um, are they still doing the, like, we're doing an all-male sequel to, to fight your all-female sequel thing?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I think that got canceled out. I think uh, the streams were crossed on that one. <laughs> I hope.
0: I'm glad because that was...
1: That's super dumb. That was
0: dumb. But I would, I would love to like have have like a a mentorship storyline. Yeah, I think that would be really cool.
1: Yeah, I think so. I I mean, I I liked some of the way the original cast was used in the new Ghostbusters. Cameos, they're cameos, and and they weren't
0: playing, you know, their their original characters. I was actually kind of surprised that they were used in that way.
1: Yeah. I mean I kinda like the idea of like, well, let's you know everything's We're doing a new thing. We're doing a totally new thing. Yeah. You know, like things get rebooted and and movies and dumb pop culture are kind of our modern myths now. So like we reinvent it and like I really liked the movie. I thought it was funny. I thought it was like really consistently funny. I don't know if it quite captured for me that sweet spot of horror and comedy and i think that to me is my favorite thing about the original ghostbusters mm-hmm. is that there are all some real that, scares in it there's some real scares in that real lovecraftian horror of the yeah. the key and the gate and the possession and they they did a little bit of that in the new one but i don't know if it entirely landed yeah i would almost want to see because i feel like the i feel like what happened with the new one is that the budget was mostly too large it's like the movie did really, really well. And I think pundits and haters want to come out and say, it didn't do well. Like, no, it made a ton of money. It's just that the budget was exceedingly high because everybody needs CGI. So I would love to see, right. like, a low-budget spook fest.
0: And for me, and maybe it's because I love the movie so much, but for me, most of the effects from the original hold up pretty well. Like, they don't bother me. I yeah. don't know. It might just be because <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. But, like, the... the, the the dog, the demon dog stuff, the, what are they called? That horror where what are they, they called? The horror them? hounds? No, I, I can't like, remember the name of them. I'll think of it. Anyway, they they look terrible. Okay. In a lot of cases. The practical ones look cool. Like yeah. The one with, like, when they throw the coat on it and it's, like, on the bed. And yeah. Those, those are cool, but the, the cartoon one's not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think they did Claymation or something like that. Yeah, stop motion
1: or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The internet. That's who knows. Yeah, the internet will know. And the people who made it. They all know. Uh, Do you think that you would want to see more comedies have ghosts in them? Should more comedies, would they be better if they had ghosts in them?
0: I like a paranormal. I grew up Catholic. Okay. So I have this sort
1: of. Oh, okay. Here we go.
0: I have this sort of penchant for um, like demon and you know fights of angels and demons and paranormal and ghosts yeah. and like and you know the 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 spooky stuff that you learn as a Catholic to sort of like fear and be guilty about. Yeah. Um, well,
1: this might be a big unlocking of that "why" question. <laughs> like, why did I like this? Oh, some really funny people facing down the things that I am taught to fear. Yeah.
0: Um, and I always had a real a real fear of demons and things like that like i really took all that stuff pretty literally oh, okay. when i was little so um so i yes i'm all about paranormal and particularly mixing that with comedy i think uh, comedy i think it's so fun and they're doing like a they're doing a paranormal comedy series
1: oh really yeah with, that's awesome
0: um i forget what it's called
1: uh, it, like, is it a, uh, a streaming thing? Is it a broadcast No, I think thing? it's
0: on. It's on a network. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah. Maybe I'll get my phone
1: out later. No. <laughs> we can always look we'll it do, up. We we'll we'll all do an have the internet. To this <laughs> I'm gonna use that now as just the subtitle of this podcast. <laughs> Obsessed. We all have the internet. We can look it up later. That's fine. If you just want to listen to people look things up on a podcast. That's that's gonna be but they
0: are they're doing they're doing one about sort of paranormal um researchers okay, and it's a series about
1: okay yeah funny, yeah that's funny great. Series. that's great I love that um if you could suck anything into a containment unit uh, <laughs> and just leave it in there, what would you want to put in the box because Ooh! I mean now that we know that these demons and these ghosts represented some of your your the fears that were placed in you by your upbringing mm-hmm. and that's great you can just put them in a box and not and just (laughs) shove them away what would you put in a box
0: like anything yeah
1: you can do whatever you want like cilantro (laughs) i don't care i love cilantro cilantro. okay so for the record (laughs) i love cilantro
0: um i would wow god that's oh that's such a good question there's so many things to put in the box
1: (laughs) (laughs) what uh what frustrates wait would it
0: later escape Would, would someone from the epa show up and like shut down the unit, and it would later escape and that
1: always me. that would always be the threat because I mm-hmm. think that is another part of the this movie. The more we're talking about it, is like I think the uh, plot points get to like these deep psychological places of like you can put what frightens you in a box but it might escape. Yeah.
0: Um, I, then I would go with my own self-doubt.
1: <laughs> you would suck up your self-doubt and it's put it in a box.
0: going to come back to get me anyway.
1: <laughs> it's just it away for a Let's while. Let's just get
0: rid of it for a while.
1: <laughs> I think that is a great answer. And I'm going to steal it. I'm going to put my self-doubt in a containment unit. Uh, I had to ask this question because I think it is like the Ghostbusters question. If you had to choose the form of the Destructor... Oh, what would it yeah. be cuz like i think when i well, first saw the movie the stay puffed marshmallow man that was the piece de resistance oh, that so was good. the amazingly funny i've never seen anything that funny moment
0: it's so good
1: yeah perfect mashup of horror and comedy in that moment. so
0: if i were if i were choosing the form of the destructor would i do it in the way that ray did it like i can't help but think about this thing yeah um uh, okay so um all right <laughs> This is what it would be. This is, if I were trying to go like, I'm not going to, I'm going to think of something totally innocuous and it can't hurt anybody. Yeah. I would think, I used to have this, when I was a kid, I had this beanbag dachshund.
1: <laughs> like the dog? Like a wiener dog?
0: Yeah. Uh, How was, does a
1: wiener dog make a good beanbag?
0: It was like, the body was a beanbag and it had little legs and it was a little stuffed toy.
1: So you put your head, oh, it was a toy. It, it wasn't was like anything to recline on. It was on. a toy,
0: but his whole body was like beans. So oh, you could mushy. Like, and, yeah. Okay um and i used to drag it around the driveway <laughs> on a leash
1: so disturbing so that's
0: probably would probably that would be the form of the destructor i think was it firm like, enough that
1: it stayed on its little pause no or would you, it was just no, flopped was it? on its side and you just dragged it like, behind drag you
0: drag it it looks awful <laughs> it looks like a dead little thing so i'm sure it would be a real um i don't know how would you yeah
1: that would be extra scary slice it
0: open and all the beans come out
1: yeah it would, all the beans would explode over the people of New York right, when you <laughs> cross the streams. Uh, yeah, and that'd be extra scary because you could kind of hear it being dragged along. Oh yeah, the, the ground, but you wouldn't be able to see it because it's not tall enough.
0: Right, it would be below the buildings.
1: It wouldn't be. <laughs> that's true. It would be really. I really sort of imagined ominous. it
0: sort of like w- very wobbly on its back legs. Oh, it Just stands like, up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, so here, here's my last question for this segment, and then we'll, we will move on. If you were a ghost, what would you want to haunt? Where? How would you want to represent yourself? Because there's there's so much great variety in right, Ghostbusters right. Or the there's kinds like, of ghosts.
0: Skeleton, taxi driver, and there are lots of vapors. Lots
1: of vapors. Lots of like more traditional ghosts of like clearly this person died here, so they haunt it. And then right. there's like you know a big green Slimer. hot dog eating Slimer guy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. I would, um, I'd be like a, <laughs> I'd probably leave the city.
1: <laughs> you would leave the city.
0: Yeah, I'd be like a forest.
1: Oh wow, ghost. Now, why would you want to be in the forest? Be Do like, you
0: get me out of the city, man? <laughs> I'm not gonna spend my afterlife dealing with traffic.
1: Are you concerned that the <laughs> rent would be too expensive as a ghost? <laughs> Did you pay some sort of paranormal oh, rent? Oh my god, be too high.
0: Cost of living. <laughs> the
1: cost is of awful. The cost of not living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no I would if I were to pick a place to be in my afterlife I would probably represent myself in some kind of like w- wooded okay I love trees
1: okay just the would it be the peace of nature or yeah. would it be like I can't wait until some idiot comes out here camping well that part s-
0: would be fun right
1: <laughs> to scare the shit out of campers. and then they would have
0: a story to go home with yeah I'd yeah. be like I'd be you know like a, a, a what do they call it they like, like call a, it like a full torso vapor a, I'd be like that <laughs> I'd be just like.
1: <laughs> uh, it's so technical. Uh, it's, I know that's that's the comedy of it, but just to have somebody come home from the woods like, I almost <laughs> lost my mind. I saw a full torso vapor. So we're going to move on to our how obsessed are you questions. These are questions I ask everybody or variations of them. Do you think about Ghostbusters every day? Yes. So is it conscious thought or is it just the quotes?
0: It's probably the quotes. Okay. yeah. I don't know that I you know do a lot of like narrative analyzation every day or 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 that, but I definitely quote it yeah. daily.
1: How often do you are you watching it at this point in your life? You're married, you've, you're, you're busy, you have a child.
0: Well, it's on TV a lot now. Okay. So I see bits of it every I probably see it twice a month.
1: Okay, And at uh,
0: least in part.
1: Is there a time though when it's like I haven't seen it in a while? I yes. need to watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have it on DVD.
0: Okay. And sometimes I just pop it in. Nice. And
1: watch it. <laughs> so you think about it every day. No, no thought about that. Your answer was yes immediately. When people walk into your home, can they tell you? Can they tell you're obsessed with Ghostbusters? Um. Yes. <laughs> also, can they tell you? Can I walk into your home and say you are obsessed?
0: <laughs> they can tell me.
1: They can but tell
0: me anything they want.
1: If people walk into your home and it's immediately obvious. Does um, someone who lives here likes Ghostbusters or there no? There
0: is, well, if you're looking, I think. <laughs> because there is, I have on my living room wall, I have um, from the um, from the press montage where yeah. they're like becoming famous and people are starting to pay attention to them and then, yeah. you know. Um, I have the, I think it's a Wired magazine cover of the Proton Pack. Okay. And I have that like on my living room wall framed.
1: Is it uh, from the, or, it. Uh, the the print of the original movie? From the uh, magazine from,
0: cover. Yeah, it's just the magazine cover that they made for the, okay. for the movie. Yeah.
1: Do you have any other memorabilia? Do you have action figures? Do you have Ghostbusters bedsheets? <laughs> I don't.
0: Oh, I should look for bedsheets. Um, no, not out in the world. I think I have some action figures in a box, but I don't okay. have them out in the, yeah.
1: But it's not loud and proud, but that is that. There's a
0: proton pack on my wall.
1: Yeah, that's pretty solid. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Would you write Ghostbusters slash fiction?
0: Oh, I wouldn't write slash fiction. Okay. I don't think I I like it's not really my <laughs> deal. Um I
1: don't know, you came up with that thing about uh, <laughs> Ghost and Drogon from Game of Thrones. It's kind of it's really friendly that slash is, fiction. That's
0: just that's totally platonic. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Frolicking.
1: It's just two creatures. It's basically furries. It's just
0: friends. Just furries. Furries and scalies. Just
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I pro no.
1: Okay. No. So do you would you write anything about them, like, as an exercise? If you're like, I want to reconnect with the love of these characters. There's not new movies with these characters. Would you sit down and write anything just to, like, create more or to be a part of that world in that way?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I would. I would. I don't I haven't really thought about it honestly like I hadn't thought about doing any fan fiction I would Yeah Um I'm a person that like I write on assignment a lot like if you were like I need you to write me <laughs> a story about how um you know Pete and Ray are, are roommates, and, and it's like,
1: move upstate.
0: I'd be like, fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so you'd be delighted to do it, but it's not something like, I have some time on Sunday afternoon.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm i happy with what's been done. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah,
1: this is kind of a fascinating part of your obsession uh, to me because I feel like a lot of people's obsession, and me included, is uh, desiring more in the fact that you truly, deeply love the first movie. And you're like, the second one's fine. The reboot's fine. The cartoon's fine. I just need to watch that same movie again and again. I do,
0: and it is enough for me. I am sated by that movie.
1: I think we should all work to be obsessed the way (laughs) you're obsessed, because it's a little bit cleaner, healthier, I think. Uh... Uh, If you were in a sensory deprivation tank for an hour, how much of that hour would you spend thinking about Ghostbusters?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably a lot of it. yeah. Because you go to the things, right, like in order to keep yourself sane. I think about that all the time. Like I feel like I would I would play through, like people sing songs with their POWs and stuff. <laughs> to try so and a keep slightly them-
1: different spin on the question, but yes.
0: To try and keep themselves sane. Yeah. Uh, I think I would probably talk through the movie. Yeah. To like try and keep myself grounded.
1: Have you done that as a coping mechanism? I've done that with uh, geek things I like. That in a, when it's in a stressful place, like either l- list character names or think through plot moments.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll go through like scenes in my head. Yeah, and I'll go like, ah, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> does that does that help you decrease stress? It does. It does. <laughs> nice. I'll go like,
0: come here, Francine.
1: <laughs> uh, would you get a tattoo of the Ghostbusters logo?
0: I wouldn't get a tattoo. Okay. I went through a thing where I might get a tattoo and then decided not to get a tattoo, and I am I'm, I feel like I'm pretty solidly tattoo-less.
1: Okay. Was the tattoo you were thinking of Ghostbusters related? No. Mm-mm. Can I ask it, what it was?
0: It was a, it was some art that my grandmother had done, oh, my great-grandmother. Oh, that's, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but if somebody came to you and said, this is free, and we'll have it laser removed later if you want, <laughs> we're going to give you a free, you don't have to do any work. Just so a free Ghostbusters tattoo and free laser removal later if you change your mind. Would that be at all tempting to you, or are you just like, nope, I'm I am not just, a tattoo person? I don't think period. I'm a
0: tattoo person. Yeah, yeah.
1: This goes along with your like, uh, look, I just watched the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, I feel so boring.
1: You, it, no, I, that's not. It's not boring because the whole. I say this to almost all of my guests. My listeners are going to say it along with me now. I like seeing how different people approach. Yeah. Really liking something.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not really a tattoo guy. Yeah. Which I think is uh, probably less and less common now. Yeah. People like tattoos. Yeah. It's more and more. My, my husband has a tattoo.
1: Is it a Ghostbusters tattoo?
0: It's a Green Bay Packers tattoo.
1: <laughs> Very similar. No, not at all. <laughs> they both start with a G and that's about it. Yeah. Um. So if you were at a party, and I'm, I'm making a reach here, so we'll see this question might not work, <clears throat> but if you're at a party and you heard someone just shit talking the Ghostbusters theme, would you fight with them? Yes. Okay, so you are I mean, a fan. I mean not physically. You wouldn't punch them. I would not punch first. a person. Okay. So you are a fan of the theme.
0: I love the theme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> of course I love the theme.
0: First of all, I'm a fan of theme songs. I miss okay. I miss theme songs. Yeah. I think they're amazing. Yeah. I want to have a song about the thing that I'm I'm watching. I think it's so fun to have theme songs.
1: Like do so, you like you like them with lyrics ideally? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you can sing along, otherwise you have to make up your own.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love that theme song in particular. Everybody knows that theme song.
1: Absolutely. I think it is... Everybody
0: knows who you're going to call. Everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, I just actually did an episode about theme songs in yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I haven't listened to
0: that one yet. It was the most recent, yeah? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, And Ghostbusters absolutely came up. Yeah. So do you, like, absolutely... Obviously, it is an amazing theme song. It does its job of, like... Yes, you know, for a while in the 80s, Who You Gonna Call is just like a catchphrase. It's a great advertisement for the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great theme song. Do you think it's a good song?
0: <laughs> um, It's probably not a great song.
1: <laughs> but I think it makes me question what is a good song.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's I mean, it's a good song if you like it, right? I yeah. mean, there's all kinds of music that I hate. Yeah. That other people like. Yeah. I don't know. It's art. It's subjective. Yeah.
1: Is the lyric, or rather, (laughs) I guess it's a lyric. I'll say it's a lyric. Bustin' makes me feel good. Is that a good lyric?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) If you were a Ghostbuster, do you think Bustin' would make you feel good?
0: I jam out to that part of the song. (laughs) I am not gonna lie. I will fully be like Bustin' makes me feel good. I'm all over it.
1: (laughs) Do you think it was meant ironically? uh, Because are there no?
0: No, I think it's in earnest, Busting Makes Me Feel Good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even though, maybe here, maybe this is what's (laughs) going on. It's like you have to pass through your fear of busting, and then you'll be happy that you have busted. Because there are moments in the film where it doesn't seem like busting is making them feel good. It is making them frightened and concerned for their lives. Sure. But ultimately... The overall act of busting yeah, made them came, feel good. Yeah,
0: we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. <laughs> it just makes you feel good. <laughs> All
1: right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my original question was if you would fight with somebody at a party, and uh, and I think that answer is clearly yes.
0: <laughs> I would get involved. I would absolutely get involved. You would, you get, would involved. get involved.
1: All right, good enough. Would you have a Ghostbuster-themed birthday party for yes! yourself? Yes! <laughs> have you? I have not. Okay.
0: I've had many um, costume parties. Okay. I have been a ghostbuster for Oh things. really? Yeah.
1: For things. What do you mean like parties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like I, like for a, a a thing where I have to be you know what my favorite costume, my favorite ghostbuster costume I ever put together yeah. was I was zool for Halloween a few years oh, ago. Oh really? In- and I kind of nailed it.
1: <laughs> did you go to a party? Did you do a show? I what? went to a party. You went to a party as I Zool? went to a
0: party and nobody knew what I was doing. Really? And I was mad. It was In- before, it was probably 2014 I did that. Okay, so. This was before the new movie. Okay. It was before the new, like, Ghostbusters hype yeah. started happening.
1: And was that fun for you to get to explain Zool, or was it annoying? Like, you fools, you should know who Zool is. Well,
0: here's, I would, I was happy to explain it, but people still didn't know it. I, like, I had a, I got really frustrated. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Re- yeah. And people would be like, this is, well, this is the first thing I would say, is they were like, who are you? I'd be like, there is no Dana. And then they would be like, what?
1: <laughs> you mean Scully? Dana Scully from X-Files?
0: I'm Like, but
1: oh, yeah. I, I feel I, like
0: I, sh- I wish I could show you a picture. I really feel like I nailed it. I was like, "How do you not know who yeah. I am right now?"
1: Do pictures exist? Yeah, of there's you one. As there's Zool?
0: one picture that I took of myself in my bathroom that exists.
1: If you could send me that picture, I would be delighted to share it with uh, with the listeners. Great. I will send it. Yeah, and the, I think other people listening to this who like Ghostbusters are enraged at the idiots <laughs> at your Halloween party who didn't recognize Zool. I mean, If the only way you could watch Ghostbusters again was by stealing it from Walmart, would you do it? Would you steal a copy of Ghostbusters from Walmart? If
0: it was like you can't ever see it again unless you steal a copy from Walmart? Yeah. Yeah, I would do
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it uh, a general uh, hatred of Walmart or is it just like you need to have this movie and if that's the only way you could do it, you would break rules?
0: Well, it's a couple of things. If it was the only way I could ever see it again, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll break some rules to get it. Also... There was a time in my life where I was not afraid to shoplift a thing. So I feel like <laughs>
1: you've crossed those streams. I
0: have crossed those streams. I could probably get away with it. Okay. Though they do have like they have, like tag that shit now. Yeah, they but have, you like, could find a way around tag it, right? And stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna take that as a yes. You would for sure steal Ghostbusters. Yeah. If
0: I could never, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm on the i'm on an honest path you guys (laughs) at
1: this point in my life yes i'm not it's not a dare it's not like and now the cameras. not gonna do it right now joseph (laughs) it's my version of carpool karaoke we just drive to walmart and try to steal things people like this way i can make obsessed go full viral and then
0: when you get caught you're like but i love it i love it so much
1: it's It's okay it's for a podcast it gets you out of any crime it's okay it's for a podcast uh so you're we talked about sort of your ideal next Ghostbusters movie would be a passing of the torch yeah so imagine that's playing Mm -hmm. it's like preview night and you've been invited to cover it Mm -hmm. but you get there and there's a bear blocking the door (laughs) All right. would you try to get around the bear in order to see this movie to be the first to see your idea of what the perfect next Ghostbusters movie is I would
0: go way around the bear (laughs) (laughs) I would like go like okay I would, I would, like, go climb in a window or something. I'd go around the corner. Okay, so the back you door. would find...
1: it. Okay, but the, you go to the back door. There's another bear. <coughs> so Where you are you getting to, all
0: these bears?
1: From my imagination. All of these
0: Ghostbuster-hating bears have turned up.
1: <laughs> putting bears places makes me movie. feel good. Uh, so, But you have to you have to either distract the bear or you have to sidle around the bear and, uh, no and- one
0: sidles around a bear. That doesn't happen unless it's sleeping.
1: <laughs> oh, you you could uh, put the try to put the bear to sleep. That's acceptable in my bear RPG that I'm creating.
0: Okay. Is the bear like staying in the doorway, or is it yeah. gonna come after?
1: The me? point of this question is how much are you going to go through to see the <laughs> really thing you love? I really need to know
0: the details of how active the bear is. <laughs>
1: it's kind uh, for you. It's a drowsy bear. <laughs> so you get there, and the bear is kind of drowsy. All
0: right. But okay. are
1: you are you going to try to? Get around it to see this. Yeah, this I'll try movie. and get in.
0: Yeah, as long as the bear. I mean, if you know, if it's an like if it's an aggressively, like, mama bear, I'm defending this door. Yeah, I'd be like, all right.
1: You'll accept it, and you'll see the movie later. Yeah. So if the bear growls, it roars, raw. Yeah.
0: You're okay. like,
1: okay, no, bye fine. Bye.
0: Have you ever met a bear?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. That's part of the reason I ask, ask this question is I did a stupid thing with a bear once. Did you? Yeah. In the, like in the wild? It was supposed to be a trained bear, but it wasn't very well trained. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole story. I got There's a stand up bit about it. But long story short, uh, I was doing a video where, where they're trying to get a bear to look at me. The bear wouldn't look at me. Uh, so I was supposed to hold a jelly bean or a jelly baby uh, uh, in my mouth. A gummy bear. Uh-huh. Uh, a gummy bear in my mouth because then the bear would look at me but it just made the bear continually Want to eat that candy. The bear ate out of my mouth multiple times. And then I got pissed. And then one of the times I pulled the gummy bear back cuz I was just mad cuz the bear was just getting all this free all these free treats and it wasn't doing its job right. And I got pissed and I pulled the gummy bear away from my mouth and the the bear stuck its tongue in my mouth cuz it was looking with a gummy bear so that's part of where this came from is like (laughs) i got obsessed about something about like the bear should be able to do this correctly and it doesn't deserve treats if it can't behave correctly so i realized in that moment i was so obsessed i risked my life uh, in confronting a bear a
0: lot of a bear a wild animal
1: (laughs) this isn't about my bear issues this episode's going off the bear rails
0: I'm just. I would. I would. In most cases, avoid a bear.
1: <laughs> okay, you would. Yeah, I. I got the the answer to my obsessed question. <laughs> that you would not take your life in your own hands to see a new Ghostbusters movie. If every time you watch Ghostbusters, an actual ghost was released in Los Angeles, <laughs> would you still watch the movie?
0: Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who yeah cares? People can deal with that.
1: Yeah. This place is haunted. This yeah. city is haunted. Yeah, right. They're already by memories at least. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, it'll just be like people have a lot of good stories. Because yeah. of me.
1: <laughs> Would you actually take pride in it of like, I'm going to watch it a few extra times today. Yeah,
0: be like, guess who's going to show up this time, you <laughs> guys?
1: Uh, I ask everybody to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What noise, besides Bustin', makes me feel good? <laughs> Can you make to sum up your obsession with Ghostbusters?
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel.
1: Okay. It just uh, <laughs> a, a comic... Creaking, <laughs> it's perfect. yeah,
0: it's excitement.
1: Yeah, of uh, of uh, we're gonna see this again. Yeah, and it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be horrible.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: gonna be all those things at once. Uh, I have been rating people's obsession on a scale of one to seven. Mm-hmm. Seven's just arbitrary because I like that number. One is the lowest. Seven is the highest. Mm-hmm. Where would you put yourself on that scale of obsession?
0: Um. I'd put me well, given how you know, like now having this conversation where you're like, well, aren't you thinking about this more? <laughs> I'm starting to feel like maybe I don't think about it enough. Um, I I'd go I'd go I'm not a seven. I'd go five.
1: Okay, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. A lot of people end up at five uh, on my scale. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit lower. Uh, but I feel like I feel like seven is like I'm I'm really really this is affecting me massively yeah it's not um, yeah
0: it's not like in hindering my my life yeah
1: and I don't think obsession is about fully being analytical about it mm-hmm. I mean I think you can get obsessed with anything and not know why I think that's part of what the sort of the fun and the mystery of obsession is is like we gravitate towards things and we don't know we sometimes just don't know why right uh so yeah I don't think you get uh you don't get docked in your obsessed <laughs> rating because you haven't like
0: well, thank you. Looked
1: in the mirror and said, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think five. I think five is high because you have watched this a lot, and it is part of your day-to-day I do. life. I mean, I
0: know it backwards and forwards. Yeah, and I use it often in my. I mean, it's just like the most quotable movie in the world. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's so good. Absolutely, you need to watch. It. You need to sit down and watch it.
1: I know. I have not watched it enough. I love the movie. You know, it is one of these many movies that. I saw in my youth, I, then I saw multiple times on VHS. I've seen a couple times as an adult, and I thought, I know this movie. Mm-hmm. But then I meet people who are truly obsessed, and I'm like, no, I don't. I need to watch this a few more times. Yeah. Because I don't know it anywhere near as well as I think I do. Uh, and I need to watch Ghostbusters, too. It would be great. Uh, so where can people find you on social media?
0: Um, At Jenny Flack on Twitter... And well, that's really it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay out of my life, besides that. You're on Instagram, I am right? I'm on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And
0: um, and on uh, geekgirlauthority.com. Yeah. And yeah. your
1: articles on Geek Girl Authority are great. Thanks. Yeah. I, the whole site is great, obviously. Uh, but I really like your articles. I feel like they're there. You, you have a really nice mix of like, here's the information and here's uh, a sense of humor and a sense of fun.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah. I really enjoy. Writing there, and I've been having so much fun because the thing you wouldn't let me talk about is Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've just talked about it.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, which I totally get. But but not but, just
1: we talked about it two years ago. Anyway,
0: but um, you've done a, You've done an episode about it before. Yeah. Um, I'm like severely obsessed with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and you, just like
0: that's a thing I'm thinking about all the time because I'm writing about it and right. I'm like talking about it and like. Fan theorizing about it, and you know, I read all the books before the show started, so like.
1: Oh really? You read I'm, them before, long before the show started. Mm-hmm. Okay. So
0: I'm, I'm like, I don't know, I'm like going back and like going, like, did that happen? You know what okay. I mean? Like,
1: well, uh, let you know what, let's indulge real quick. No, 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 uh, no we don't. No, no, no,
0: no, no. no, no. we're just talking about. I'm having fun writing about that on Geek. Girl. Okay, so I know, but it's my and podcast, and I want to do this. Those <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna pull it. It's my podcast card. I'll what is fine. your, what is, uh, what is your number one? game of thrones theory for yourself or desire you because we're getting into you know it's the final season will come yeah. up what do you want to happen like
0: ultimately what i want yeah to happen? like like yeah. not this season just just in general yeah. i want this to happen yeah
1: what's the end game what do you where do you want it to end up or what's your wildest theory that you want to be true
0: um i want john to become in some way unburnt and oh. ride a dragon
1: okay you want john to ride a dragon
0: He's going to ride a dragon.
1: He's going to ride a dragon.
0: He's, I mean, there's only two dragons left.
1: Yeah. Spoilers. (laughs) That's fine.
0: And, like, I think it's very purposeful that he did not get on Drogon when they were beyond the wall because he has his own dragon.
1: Oh. And it's named
0: for his real father.
1: Yeah. So you think Jon's going to ride that dragon. He's going to ride it. Those beautiful locks are going to flow in the wind. Yeah. But I really want him,
0: I want him to also be... A, like a dragon like Daenerys's dragon. I want her I want him to like burn.
1: Okay. Do you want like a sexy scene where they uh both strip nude, start a big fire, and then because <laughs> they're both unburnt, have <laughs> sex be in the flames. Amazing. <laughs> that would be pretty great. <laughs> that would ruin it every time that anybody ever posts, is this the hottest sex scene ever? Like, no, John it's and Denny fucked the- in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the hottest sex scene ever. They fucked in a fire. of their own creation of their own creation unburnt alright well that will be really interesting because as we're recording the final episode of season 7 hasn't been aired yet but this actual episode will be released after that episode so maybe I don't think
0: that's going to happen in season 7
1: you don't think John's going to fly on a dragon?
0: I don't think so Okay. I think they're going to wait
1: okay for a big season 8 reveal Mm -hmm. alright
0: they might like they might allude to it he might go like they okay. Might, they might have a moment where he almost, or, you know, <laughs> like I don't starts think, to climb the dragon. I don't like, think they're going to go for it in, okay. in season seven, but we'll see. We'll okay. See. There's so much other stuff to do.
1: Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot going on. Here's some quick plugs uh, for this very show, and then we'll do our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. Also, check out my pop culture station on Anchor called Head Cannon. And for info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and stuff, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. I'll be having more shows coming up in Los Angeles soon. You can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episode. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash Joseph Scrimshaw. All right. So final questions. They don't have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if you want. If you could fly. Well, this does kind of have to do with Game of Thrones. (laughs) If you could fly, but you had to hold an object in your hand while you were flying in order to fly, Uh what object would you want to hold? A flashlight. (laughs) because you want to fly at night
0: yeah well you know like just in case or if i want to go in a cave <laughs> or you know like i'm yeah i want some
1: have you thought about this before because no, it that answer, like very the obvious answer. <laughs> okay wow that's great
0: if i'm holding an object yeah and i'm flying i'm gonna need to see some shit
1: it's very responsible no one has ever <laughs> answered with a really responsible answer like and then i want some windshield wipers for my eyes oh yeah
0: see no, practicality that's
1: that's awesome. If you could turn into a were-animal during the full moon, what were-animal would you want to be?
0: Um, I feel like... <laughs> oh.
1: You feel it, it seems like you have a thought that you're denying yourself. Well,
0: here's my thought. My thought is like a were-sloth would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like in a, a were-state, sloths could... You know, break out of the slowness. Oh, you
1: think like you would be a fast sloth?
0: Yeah, I mean everybody runs when they're aware thing, right?
1: <laughs> yes, there are no slow werewolves, right? Yeah. So
0: I feel like I don't know, Dude. I feel like you could be, you really surprised the people. <laughs> <laughs> You'd surprise the shit out of people!
1: Like, oh, she turned into a sloth! Ah! <laughs> Come run in with their little claws. Uh, the final question for everyone on the podcast is: What is happiness? Food. <laughs> uh what what was it yes have some
0: yes have some
1: okay so that is it when you're at your most happiest is just a good plate of food
0: yes food and uh this like um um intellectual interchange I like and I love um this is why I love nerd stuff so much is like you can the the fan theory stuff we go like ooh what if this happened and like you dissect and yeah. and use your brains in that way I love that
1: yeah so and th- and that makes sense for uh, your love of Ghostbusters too that I love all this pop culture stuff because you can enjoy it on its own level right and then you can en- open up like well, what does it mean underneath what you know is Cross the Streams a deep analogy for how you should get by in life yeah uh, and and it opens up community
0: right it's a really a really fun way to connect to people in the way that they think. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for doing this. This has been really, really great. I had a great time. Nice to be reminded that I need to go rewatch Ghostbusters. Go watch fucking Ghostbusters, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) That is our podcast.
0: You've been listening to Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest. Shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Uh, So here's one of my other favorite quotes Listen, do you smell that? I love that one.